This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome to another episode of the HP Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. Here with me, beautiful boys, Ben. Hello. And Brandon. Hello. What's up, dude? Hey. Brandon, I'm, I already told you this. I'm loving your shirt. You've Ooh. got uh, your boy, Dr. Dre, says ain't nothing but a G thing on it. Oh, yes. It is a lovely, lovely shirt. I think that's also vintage. Yeah. My mom got that. It's definitely vintage. From the 90s. From the 90s. Very nice. Can't Your go mom wrong. got it from the 90s. My mom got it from the 90s. She might have. No, she got it from the, the thrift store. Secondhand from the and, 90s. Uh, you know, when she gave that to me, I don't think it would fit. I think it would now, though, if you know what I'm saying. Damn. But now, now it's yours. Now Has it's it been mine. a while since she gave it to you, you mean? Well, Brandon's had it for a while. Oh, okay. Maybe it was like two years ago, two yeah. or three years ago. Yeah, it was, it, it was some time. Some time ago. How are you boys doing today? I'm all right. Feeling good? Very tired. Very tired. What's up? Just tired. Mm. I, you said that with a smirk. <laughs> Just tired. Just, no, I, I feel you, man. <laughs> I already was telling you guys I woke up feeling very sick this morning, Oof. but uh, I slept it off. And then I'm, I just felt a little funky throughout the day. Nothing terrible. You know, I've recovered. Um, haven't been sick in a while. So. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. My body has been. Maybe I shouldn't I, be here. I think it's all the McDonald's I've been eating. My Ooh. body says, thank you. I don't want to get sick. Right. You know, it's just, it's well, good for you. Thank you for feeding me, but please stop. Now, immediately. I, I want to do a quick PSA. Uh, in our Handsome Phantom Slack one of our writers, Dave, posted a picture of some ketchup-flavored Doritos. Yeah. It needs to be stopped. Is that the first time you've ever heard of that? Yes. Oh, really? I've heard of they. I've seen that some motherfuckers have tried, like, ketchup potato chips or whatever. And it it's sounds, just... It sounds like a good idea to we me. we got to stop with this. I like the idea. Yeah, it sounds good to me, too. Is it? Is it the corn chip or is it potato? What? Oh, it's it's Doritos. Yeah, so it's corn. Yeah, it's corn chip. I would try those. I would also try the regular potato chips. Yeah, I would. Uh, I feel like the potatoes would you know, lend themselves better to ketchup. Yeah, really though. Some people shit on me. I've been known to eat my mashed potatoes with ketchup because it's just like mashed up French fries, and everybody thinks it's so weird. But it's not fried. It is kind of weird. Say what you want. It's Do still, you eat ketchup it's on your still eggs? Still a potato? Yes. Ooh, bothersome. Only if they're really shitty eggs. See, mm. so Dustin and I are diametrically opposed when it comes to vinegary type things. He doesn't like ketchup. He doesn't like pickles. He doesn't like... I love all of those things. But I feel like there is a, a point where like ketchup on eggs, ketchup on mashed potatoes, please stop. Mm, no, ketchup on potato chips? I'll try that. I don't see a difference there. Hmm. I'm a sauce man through and through. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. So I do I, love my sauces. Brandon, when I think of you eating potatoes, I specifically think of a couple years ago when you ate half of a sheet of cheesy potatoes wow. at a grad party. Yeah, that An was... An entire half. Ain't, of, ain't nothing but a G thing. That was a rough night Damn. for many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was... You drank like half a bottle of uh, vodka that night. Was it vodka or rum? It was gin. Oh, it was gin. New, okay. Yeah, it was New Amsterdam gin. I was drinking uh, lemonade and gin. Mm -hmm. So just pure acid. And pure acid. <laughs> and I was very drunk and, you know, 
reason would have dictated that I stopped at some point, but the alcohol was encouraging me to keep eating. Mm. I know that um. feeling. <laughs> what is that exactly? I mean, obviously, when, when you're high, you have the, the munchies or whatever, but I've been a drunk a time or two and felt instantly the need for, yeah. again, McDonald's. Really? It's, it's, oh, it's, yeah. It's just the, the inhibitions are low. The giving a fuck pretty much is gone. Yeah. And so you're like, wow, I would rather be eating any given second. See, if I have a drink or two, I'm hungry. If I have too many drinks, I feel so full at the same time, and I don't want to eat. Mm. There's been many times when I have had beer, which inherently does fill you right, calorically in your belly region, and I oftentimes force myself to still eat. That's how strong the urge is. Wow. Mm. My favorite thing right now, and really for the last 15 years of my life, is salt and vinegar chips. Mm. That makes you, that repulses you, doesn't it, Dustin? Oh, it's so good. No, they're not repulsive to me. Okay. Because I can eat them. Really? I just don't like them. I want okay. them to, my problem with those is the salty and the vinegariness is so variant between chips. That is true. Different brands. You are, have to find the right brand. I, I want my mouth to literally be burning. Yes. If mm. I'm not, if I'm not in pain the next day from yesterday's chip eating festivities. Wow. They're not salty <laughs> or vinegary enough. I think the best ones are the Cape Cod sea yes. salt and malt vinegar. Yes. Those are the best the, chips. Those are consistently, and believe it or not. Don't knock it. The salt and vinegar brand, Walmart Pringles. Now, very good. While we're on the subject, before we proceed, it's a Canadian thing that you always have salt and vinegar at the table or Is vinegar. It, really? Because remember, there's the letter Kenny where he's like, you're down in the U.S., they, uh, they don't have vinegar as t- proper table dressing. Figure it out. Yeah, I do remember that. I didn't really take it to mean that that's universal in Canada. Oh, maybe it's only that. But area. I would agree with it. I will put malt vinegar on almost anything. Dave, please write into the show. We need answers about That's our Canadian Canada. Canadian expert. Our Canadian consultant. Right. This is the HP Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast from handsomephantom.com. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We appreciate it. We're happy you're here, and we're happy to be here doing the show. So, as always, is tradition with this show. We're going to start with our dreams and a shout-out. Ben? Yeah. Hit me with a dream and a shout-out. See, my problem right now is that I am not dreaming very much except for about mm. things that we can't talk about. Mm. I can't talk about these things. They're, they're games I'm reviewing, or a game I'm reviewing specifically. Mm. So I thought you meant, like, fucking or something. I don't know. No. That's, no. <laughs> I mean, yes, but no. You can talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I will say that my dream, I'm, I've been dreaming about Duke Nukem Ooh. and the, the memories of my childhood and playing Duke Nukem 3d and the level designers and all the hacks and everything because of another game that I am reviewing currently, mm. uh, which we can't talk about for a couple of weeks still, which is crazy how early we got this game. Wow. Um, so I've been dreaming a lot about that. My shout outs. I don't even know where to go with my shout out because I was going to my, my shout out is for the same thing. But I'll say this. Uh, I'm going to shout out the fact that Devolver and From Software. Uh, this is not related to my dream. This is a different yes. game than, yes. than what I'm talking about. Devolver and uh, and From Software are putting out Metal Wolf Chaos XD which looks to be a very fun and absurd concept and game um, coming out in a few weeks. It was only released in Japan before and is getting a re-release in the U.S., I think remastered as well. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them for bringing back that gem that most of us have never got to play, and we should be reviewing that as well. I don't, I'm not going to say that we, you know, I don't have any more details than that, but that we should have a review on Embargo, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I like it when people are able to bring things like in a good way to light to bring them back to the forefront of you know your thoughts. Mother two, whoa, yeah, exactly. You mean mother, like mother three, exactly like mother three. and mother three. I mean mother two is Earthbound, so we've got that. The whole but package. We need them to release mother That's mother right. two That's slash right. Earthbound on localized Switch. on Switch. That'd yeah. be great. We need it on Switch. We well, need Mother 3. How about that Doom release on Switch? Whoa, I got that in the notes here, bro. Nice. We'll be talking about okay. it. Okay. So 
Brandon, have you ever heard? I know you're jokingly brought that up, but have you ever heard that Nintendo won't release Mother 3 in the US because of the content in it they think is probably too racy yep. for uh, US I mean, modern maybe audience. like in the 60s or like the 1600s. I yeah. don't know. I think there's wow. like... <laughs> there's a big... I think there's like animal abuse and there's like uh, family abuse in that game. Like there's some yeah some rough stuff. Wow, it's real life. Sounds like every day in America. Wow, Brandon, this is America. Wow, hit me with your dream and shout out. Uh, my dream this week, and it kind of piggybacks off of how I was feeling today. I wish that my pathetic body could survive better off of six hours of sleep than it does. Mm. This body is pathetic. Mm. It it. What's wrong with it? Your body's like... Why haven't we evolved to just not sleep or sleep for an hour? Mm. We don't need to sleep for eight hours. I, you need to put some more McDonald's in that body. That That's that's such a large amount of time to not be doing anything. You yeah. know, I think that over time, uh, humanity is actually sleeping more. That's fucked. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going back, man. Go back to the drawing board, humanity. We fucked up. Go back. Now, I have a question for you guys. Specifically, I think more for Ben, because you know a lot more about history. Is it true that there was a time when you'd wake up for an hour or two in the middle of the night and do stuff? Wasn't I think, that a thing? I think people have done that throughout the ages. I thought it was once commonplace that there was like an, an hour mid-sleep that you would wake up. You'd maybe walk across the street to your neighbor's house, have a tea. And then go back to bed. That is still commonplace in some cultures and places. Yeah. That people will sleep throughout the, like, periods throughout the day and also stay awake at periods throughout the night. Oh. I don't know if that was, like, a widely accepted practice across, mm. the, across the world or country or anything like that. There have been people in history, you know, famous creatives and inventors and artists that have done, like, they sleep for an hour at a time eight times throughout the day or something like that, you know, and so they're really awake for more of the day, even though yeah. they're sleeping the same amount. Yeah. But I don't know if that was a widely accepted practice or anything. Right. I could, I could be wrong. I, I just don't know. I think I need to desensitize my body. What? I need to go like a month where I get like three hours of sleep every night. And then when I get six hours, it's going to be like, trust me, it's not. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I wasn't bringing it up, but I sleep, probably the least of the three of us you do and when i sleep like seven hours eight hours i feel like garbage yeah because mm -hmm. i am used to sleeping less yeah i feel very bad when i sleep more yeah yeah Unless i'm just, sick if i'm sick i can lay around and sleep all day and i'm fine my dream is that my body can overcome its physiological needs that's a good dream and evolve evolve whoa i don't think you know, whether you believe in macro evolution or micro evolution or any kind of this evolution. This is brain and evolution. Yeah, but <laughs> but evolution typically doesn't occur in one generation well, in any, of any kind of evolution. I'm going to clench as hard as I possibly can and see what comes of it. Wow. Mm. Okay, cool. Try it. So what's the shout out there? Shout out. <laughs> He's shouting out his body. Shout out to my pathetic body. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no um, shout out to... We've touched base on this a couple of weeks ago when I was on. Shout out to Destiny 2, really. Um, I have picked up on a lot of content. Not all of it is great, but I want to specifically shout out to Forsaken, which is fantastic. The content's great. I haven't even gone through all of it. Um, the Black Forge is great. The campaign is unlike anything I've done in Destiny before and really memorable. So, Dustin, um, you didn't like forsaken did you no, i did oh okay yeah, yeah i liked it a lot yeah it there there's some stuff that i'm like why haven't they been doing this all the time this is so cool like it's wacky and it's in space and like you know it's just it's cool and i've been enjoying the hell out of it i think about it all the time so shout out to forsaken um specifically uh, curse of osiris was dog shit the end yes you know, that's the one you didn't like. So you're doing the Black Forge stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, in order to start the Black Forge, which is like a whole thing where you can build your own weapons and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I have, you have to do this really long quest line to with this uh, weapon. I'm at the part where it's like kill powerful enemies with your 
power a weapon. Power weapon. Yeah, you just it's very annoying. Yeah, I mean, if you go to certain places, yellow bar enemies spawn more frequently. It does pose the issue of waiting for heavy ammo to drop, which can be annoying. But um, you know, just a night or two of focusing in on that, maybe not for a, a large amount of time, but working at it a little bit, it. I mean, it's supposed to be difficult because it's giving you good shit. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's great. I I really enjoy it. Hmm. Yeah. So, and having a heavy back, like a heavy machine gun back, is next level. It's unheard of in damage for bosses. Um, you know, doesn't obviously pack as much of a punch as a rocket launcher, but in Crucible is where it really, really shines. Um, it just rips through people in Gambit. Yeah. You know, when you invade the other side and stuff. So nice. It's really awesome. Let's see. For me, I'm trying to think what I'm dreaming about. My dream is I'm dreaming about playing more Fire Emblem Three Houses. Came out last Friday. This is really my first Fire Emblem game. I technically had one for 3DS that I played for about an hour and then dropped it. Uh, just because I didn't want to play on 3DS hardware. And I'm really, really enjoying this new one. Very cool and uh, lots of new dynamics for that series to my understanding. So I'm enjoying that. I'm dreaming about playing it more. My shout out is I have a new episode of SideQuest I edited on Colin's YouTube channel that's out today. If you'd like to watch that, it's about emotional moments in games. So that's over on Collins Last Stand's channel. If you'd like to watch that. And that's it for me. Depending on what time you download this episode, it may or not may not oh, be available right. yet. If you download it first thing, it'll be out very soon. Yeah. So it's I think it's noon. EST. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. So I have a lot of news items for you boys. Let's get it. Here we go. Uh, excuse me. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's start, first of all, with the Outer Worlds. It's confirmed to be coming to Nintendo Switch. That was announced earlier today on Tuesday, the day of recording. And this was making some waves out there, which I find a little interesting. What do you guys think about it? I think it's cool. I'm happy to see it. Um, uh, of course, we're talking about, you know, was it, it was a previously a Microsoft exclusive, right? No, not this one. Not this one. Okay. Yeah. This will be the last game. Right, right, right. The last multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's a huge hit. Uh, I haven't played it since early on in development, um, but it was even cool then. Um, are you sure about that? Wait. Are we talking? We're talking about the outer wilds, not the outer worlds. The, we're talking about the outer worlds, not Dang the outer it. wilds. Every freaking time, <laughs> I always um, forget which one. I just know because I wrote it down. Yes, I'm. I'm still very cool with it for all the same reasons. Yeah. Um, I think you know, I, if everything could be on every platform, I would be happy. To me, this is just interesting that, uh, and this comes also with like we see the the Wolfenstein games on Switch. Uh, Bethesda has a big push for that. Not that this is Bethesda. Right. But who are these ports really for? Which I guess there's a, a huge audience of people that want hardcore games with extremely gimped uh, visuals and performance uh, on the go. There's a huge audience for that. Which is just odd because I feel like I don't I don't know any of those people and I don't relate to them. Right. I can understand it to an extent, though. I just feel like playing a game 
one of these big set piece games, um, which I guess Breath of the Wild is one of those and it worked totally fine. But those graphics were designed around that yeah. limitation, whereas right. this is a full on. Right. That has to be kind of dumbed down. Right. Yeah. So does this pique your interest at all, Brandon? No. Are you interested in this game? No. Uh, I don't know. You don't know? Really, I don't know. Uh, I didn't play Fallout New Vegas, really. Okay. Um. So all that Obsidian craziness, I mean, uh, it looks fine. Mm. I don't know. I, when, I, when I think back about playing Fallout 3, which is obviously not the exact same thing at all to even this game at all, I don't have, like, amazing memories of it. And I think that because my mind associates Obsidian, therefore with New Vegas, therefore with my experience with Fallout 3 and Fallout 76, it kind of has like a sour taste for me, even though, do you understand that train of thought? It's Mm -hmm. not connected in any actual way necessarily. Yeah. But it kind of like gives me bad connotation because of the things it stands by in my mind. Yeah. Um, I'm not uninterested in it. But honestly, I don't know a whole lot, and I probably won't know a whole lot until it gets closer to coming out because I don't care. So. Okay. Fair enough. Let me pre- uh, pose another guy- question to you guys. Obviously, we have some of these bigger AAA games coming to Switch. We have Witcher 3. What AAA game that's either out or coming out that you would like to see on Switch and that you would buy and play on Switch? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. I would play almost anything on the Switch. Hmm. So I, would, I know that's a little non-responsive. So if you're going to play this game, The Outer Worlds, you're yeah. going to play it on Switch? No, I don't know that I would choose to play it on Switch since okay. I have other consoles. Hmm. But I would play almost anything on Switch. Something that I feel like has been relatively untapped that I would like to see um is a decent racer like a need for speed on switch mm, that could be interesting uh, um, hello crash team racing's on switch well i mean a tradition you know like a, excuse me not like a mario excuse kart me. or like <laughs> C- ctr the ripoff mario kart um uh the all the mario kart um, yeah. excuse me <laughs> damn <laughs> better than mario kart in my opinion oh i've wow. ch- i used to think it wasn't and excuse now me. i think it excuse is excuse me what the fuck have you ever played it brandon I no. I played it the first time and no, it wasn't that great. It, it's better now. Okay. Thirty FPS. Well. They fucked up. They they put they a, did. They that, put that a battle pass thing. system in. Well, actually, we do have a story about <laughs> crash. But still up. that thirty anyway. FPS is not <laughs> um, noticeable to me. But no, yeah. I, I would love to see like a need for speed. I don't know. Um maybe a more track based one. So that way it's less open world because the games like Forza um need for speed tend to be like way more open world now and that could work but if they made it more of like a grand turismo track base they might be able to get better graphics yeah just like something where like it's only loading tracks it's Mm -hmm. more like a linear experience Mm -hmm. but it still had the really tight gameplay i could see being cool yeah i know for me the game i would love to see on switch is hitman 2 Mm -hmm. even though i still think i would prefer the the high quality, whatever HQ version on PS4 or PC, whatever. I feel like that would be a perfect game that you could just hop in. You can play through a mission in 20 to 30 minutes. Right. Get out. I think it'd be really nice on switch. Hey man, three, who knows? Who knows? I mean, it's been announced. Hey man, three. No. Are you sure? Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure Hitman three was already announced and they said they're working on a new IP. When did they announce Hitman three? Like last week. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see and, that. And the studios were working on a new IP. A new IP, you say? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I saw that they um, announced, like, they have their new DLC stuff that they have coming out. But I didn't no, see. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure they said it's going to be episodic, just like the other one. Yep. Hitman 3, teased by a developer. Huh. So, okay, confirmed. Maybe not, but teased for sure. Teased. That's very interesting. But I'm they, glad. They did say that. I saw the thing about the new IP as well. Yeah. Very cool. Now, this is Hitman 3, uh, an episodic Hitman 3. So they might yeah. be going back to the episodic approach. Yeah, right. that's what it seems like. I'm into it now. I didn't like it for Hitman 1 because I didn't understand it. It makes sense. Now well, that I've played Hitman 2. Well, honestly, they 
pushed PlayStation Plus was him and one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now maybe that they have people understand the concept. I mean, they they did give give you it in its complete form, so I guess that doesn't really make sense. But anyway, like the gameplay of it might make more sense to people, and they pushed it with the PlayStation Plus. So right, I mean, it's just natural. It seems like. In other news, uh, the Dragon Quest Hero is now available in Smash Ultimate as of today. So if you have the season pass, you can go ahead and download that or you can buy it. I think it's $6 per character. I wanted to ask you guys a little bit about Smash Ultimate because I feel like that game for the three of us kind of came and went. Really? Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've all kind of dropped it at this point. I I was playing it last week. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's I... I do the thing where I'm so like engrossed with a game that I just completely ruin. It's a really harsh word, mm-hmm. but like I go too hard pretty much. And that's what I did with smash. Yeah. I, you know, I was playing it a lot. I feel you. And, uh, I even, <laughs> this is what I end up doing. I had just bought the like pass cause the Joker was announced and yeah. I haven't even downloaded him. Okay. And I haven't even downloaded this version. You know, like, like I physically have already paid for it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I agree with you. It's kind of fell off for me. Um, I was going really hard with the World of Light there for a while, which yeah. was really fun. But I think I just kind of, kind of got burnt out on it. And I guess I'll ask. I mean, I'm certainly playing it less than I was in, let's say, December. But I guess I'll ask this question. What games are there that you don't do that with? Not you, like specifically you guys, but like people in general. Mm. Yeah, but we all tend to play games until we're done with them, whether we beat them or whether we're just move on to something else. Yeah. So is Smash different than that? Is like, did we drop it any harder than anything else? I'd say no, not for me. Any anything different? But there's definitely a line where the fall off's a lot higher. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wish that the online component was better to give me a reason to come back and either play with friends or or continue to like either grow some kind of character or profile progression we'll say or something like that yeah but yeah i i feel like i'll eventually bounce back on this one yeah thinking about like the game that has stuck with us for years and years now that keeps coming back is destiny for some reason like we can't drop destiny well, this we keep saying we're done with honestly, it and then it comes back it's it's engrossing i mean they have an amazing world and they really dig deep into it. That's part of the reason I love Forsaken is there's so many questions at the end of it. Um, and like, that's what I want. And that's what they're giving us. And they've set it up in such a way that there is always something to do. Right. There, there's not always something to do on Smash. I can't unlock new skins. I can't unlock this cool exotic. I can't have a weekly quest that very, you know, pointedly tells me what I'm going to be doing and what I'm going to be getting. Like... That's what falls off for me. When I could feel a constant progression in a game, Word of Light, it was like, I'm progressing, I'm progressing. And I can only do that so long without a very tangible reward mm. aside from the story where I'm like, okay, like, like I want some, I want a cool skin or I want a new character or I want something. I unlocked all the characters and then it fell off. You know, so like in a way you could say that you're for you, a game needs, needs to be living, needs to be, you need to feel you're like you're earning something. And you're not like a game needs to be more than just fun to play. Right. Yeah. A lot. Well, to an extent, you know, like fun to play or good mechanics or a good story last with me so long, Mm -hmm. depending on how good that is. Usually the story stuff falls off way sooner unless it's very interesting. And I find Destiny's world very interesting when you actually dig into it. There's a lot there. Sometimes it isn't even at face value most times, but you know, I'm not playing Destiny right now because I'm super interested in where the story's going. It's a really nice side effect, and I'm happy that they're doing what they're doing, and I hope they continue, but the activities really make it nice. Now, um, if Destiny wasn't like that, if Destiny was the game you got when Destiny was released retail on the shelf, whatever, is it still a game you'd be playing two years later? No. Right. So I think not I mean, at all. Yeah. So it's not even equal playing ground. No, not at all. Yeah. And and what's actually really funny is we were saying how much Curse of Osiris was shit. 
And in thinking of when I fell off the bandwagon for Destiny 2, if I would have stuck with it and been like, hey, let's just try Curse of Osiris. Yeah, that might have soured my whole experience. And I maybe would never even want to give the rest of it a chance. Right. So I'm glad I waited. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's only going up for them, too, now that Activision is out of the picture. So microtransactions are coming to Crash Team Racing. Yeah. Uh, Players will be able to buy Wampa coins where they'll be able to earn them in game to unlock skins and characters. So you can already earn them in game. Yeah. Yeah. But they're giving you now an option that you'll be able to purchase with coins. I just wanted to bring this up because I think, man, I can't remember exactly what was said, but we were talking about how complete the package was Uh for CTR. Um, And it was sort of refreshing to have this game that had all this extra content and there was no fees involved. And so I was just curious how you felt about the microtransactions being added. It doesn't bother me. Just like any game that has microtransactions doesn't bother me. If I don't want to play it, I don't have to. Yeah. Um, The thing that I I actually applaud them for not having them at launch and then not even having them for the battle pass. Yeah. Um, Because basically the people who are still playing it are people who liked it for what it was. And I don't imagine that, oh, now I can go buy stuff and crash? Sure, I'll rush back into that. Yeah. Like people are the people who want to play it already are gonna are gonna be the ones who buy those things. Yeah. Um I don't have any any problem with it. I'm probably never gonna spend a dime, mm. which I know is not what they want. Um, but I I'm very happy with the package as it exists. If people want to buy coins, like I, I, there are very few loot boxes I've ever bought not loot boxes, but microtransactions I've ever done in $60 games, $40 games in this instance, uh, for any game. So for my personality, that's fine with me. Do whatever you want. I'm just happy they weren't there at release because that would have, then I would have been thinking, well, are they just trying to make me buy coins? And I guess you could still make that argument, but I, I've never once felt like I didn't have enough coins or fruit or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I disagree. I think it's awful. I mean, it's it's very akin to me of, you know, Plants vs. Zombies getting ads in microtransactions years later. It's like, so you you remade this game, you add a new content. It's like when Call of Duty, like, added all this stupid shit to their remaster that seemingly mm-hmm. nobody wanted. I'm like, just don't, why does this cancer have to be on every game that we touch now? Right. And I get it's because of money. I get the entire thing is to make money, but I'm like, it's what you said. It's it's refreshing. It's just the game. It, you know, takes you back to the PS1. And I feel like when you add that, you know, Battle Pass is obviously like a newer concept, but like at least it's not trying to suck the money out of you. Right. It's and, not. And even if, I don't know, and even if you're not tempted to buy something, you know, Spyro comes and Dustin has CTR and he's like, well, it's only five bucks to get Spyro. There's Spyro, so that way when I pop it up, you know, like, it's just, I don't know. In Destiny, the game that I enjoy does have microtransactions, so I want to be clear about that. You know, like, I'm, they are what they are, but I'm just like, it just feels kind of shitty to me that I'm like, just, especially because it's a classic game, like, just leave it be at that point. Yeah. You know, like, it's, have I- you not already got your, your gusto out of the game, like, just You've already remastered it. You got sales for the remaster. You re-released the same. Like, I mean, it's not the same game. It's completely new, but I don't know. I just want to say it's funny to me for your perspective to be like that because when Apex Legends, which is, again, a free game, it's a little different. When it was before the Battle Pass came out, you and I were playing every night for three to four hours, and you were literally saying, I just... I just don't want to know what they're waiting for. I can't wait for them to put out that battle pass. I will buy it immediately. And then you spent a hundred dollars or something on apex legends, yeah. which well, did not have that to begin with. So in theory, it could have been a full game without it. And I know it was free. That's right. A different, but. Right. Yeah. That is definitely different. And I guess more so to my point as well is, I mean that like, if you're remastering something, I just keep it like the way it was as far as I'm concerned, because that's what, I want out of a remaster, you know, like I wanted to maybe have new graphics. I wanted to whatever, but I just think it's shitty that it's like, Hey, PS one game remastered battle pass, 
microtransaction. You know, like, I yeah. don't know. You know what I mean, though? I'm getting a vibe from you that you feel like there's a like a purity to these yeah. games that's being slightly tainted by. Yeah, because I'm like, nothing is sacred. Like, Tetris microtransactions. Like, what's next? Pong microtransact. Yeah. Like, seriously. I agree with you. Where but does also, it stop? If you didn't have anything new in Crash other than graphics and, you know, they remade the tracks or whatever, you wouldn't have all the new tracks. You wouldn't be able to unlock anything. You wouldn't have the challenges every day, which you get for free. Like, Oh no, no. I'm saying remasters are great and you could even add things to the game, but there's a big difference between like trying to make something better and trying to get more money out of it. I don't know. It's just different in my mind. I don't even know if it makes sense. And I, these aren't like great complete thoughts even. So I don't, I don't really know what I'm saying. We all have inconsistencies in our thinking. Yeah. That's okay. Damn. You know, (laughs) this is related, unrelated. I was thinking about how Assassin's Creed, they they let you buy that level boot or the XP booster. Right. And they were like, this is just an option for people who want to progress through the game quicker. Right. It's an option. You can spend $10. Um, But then when level creators were making levels that were purely XP boosts, and um, people wanted to use the option to boost their XP through those levels, Ubisoft shut that shit down. Right. It's just funny. It's ironic that they were, you know, uh, when people chose to do it a different way other right. than giving them money, uh, that was no longer kosher. But I think it's two different things here, right? Like with with Assassin's Creed, I can't help but imagine they made the game and then said, okay, now this progression bar, we're going to slow it down and add in this progression booster. Whereas something like Crash Team Racing, they said, here's the game. Here's how much the, you know what a, what a skin of this level costs. You know what a cart of this level costs, whatever. And you can earn that all in game. And as a matter of fact, that's the only way you can do it. Now they're adding in the microtransactions where you can get those things faster. And to my knowledge, they're not making anything more expensive. If they were to come out with that and say, okay, we're adding in microtransactions. You still have to spend any money, but everything's now five times as expensive. Mm-hmm. That would be really crappy. Yeah. But I think they're doing it differently than Assassin's Creed Odyssey did. And Assassin's Creed Odyssey was like, hey, you got to either, the only way you can get these XP boosts is from us. You can't go and, and back in the system. Yeah. Basically. Hmm. With that said, I still hate microtransactions, but I'm just saying, I don't think for Crash specifically in that instance, which is what you asked about, yeah. that it takes anything away because the game was full and released and complete, and here it is, and this is really just a way that if you want to, you can buy cosmetics. Are you guys interested in talking about United taxes in the United Kingdom? Too bad, because <sighs> we are. Bit. Rockstar North has reportedly never paid uh, corporation tax in 10 years in the United Kingdom. Uh, their profits were at $5 billion between 2013 and 2019. Is that all? This comes from The Guardian. Um, but the company paid no corporation tax between 2009 and 2018. It received $42 million in tax credits from the government's video games tax relief scheme, which was set up in 2014 to bolster the UK's $5 billion, or I guess this is £5 billion pound, uh, games industry, much of which made up of small and medium-sized developers. The sum is equivalent to 19% of the total relief paid to the entire UK games industry since 2014, Tax Watch reports. Wow. So, a little mumbo-jumbo in there, but I thought this was just an interesting story, especially because we hear about so much tax evasion in the United States. This seems to be a problem that goes well beyond our own shores here. So I just want to know what you guys thought overall. Are are they saying they haven't paid taxes because they just haven't paid them or they haven't been required to pay taxes because their tax code is as screwed up as ours? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, That's kind of my thought initially was when you're talking this much money, there are people specifically paid to take advantage of these types of loopholes. So is it right on a moral level? I don't know, but is it legally okay? It seems like it. You know what I mean? If if right. they're getting away with it, then something needs to be changed with the tax codes in the UK. Right. But well, 
There needs to be the rock star tax. The rock star tax. Well, what's that in England? Oh, in England. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've got three more for you guys. Uh, and this is one we mentioned earlier. Doom one, two and three have been re-released on Xbox one. Yeah. On switch. And of course the PlayStation four, and this hasn't been without controversy. Uh, first of all, there was online DRM built into them. You had to be logged into a Bethesda.net account in order for the games to work at all. Specifically Doom 1 and 2, not 3. And uh, in addition to that, Bethesda also pulled a move where the Xbox Live Arcade versions of Doom 1 and 2 were suddenly not listed on the store anymore, which were backwards compatible. Oh, no, no, that was just a mistake. That was a mistake. Exactly. So Bethesda, first of all, said, we missed the mark on the DRM. We're going to be removing that. And second, uh, this was a mistake with the backwards compatibility stuff. So sorry about that. Uh, We're going to get those relisted. So lots of angles here, first of all. Let's talk about the shit first. Yeah about the the Bethesda net account and the what you know happened with the listing. Just yeah. want to know what you guys thought about that. I think it's all pretty pretty see-through. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They were probably just like I wonder if this will be fine. Will it make people sign up for more Bethesda.net accounts? Will it blow over? Oh, okay. It's not. Okay, we're going to take it out. I mean, like the second that they said they were going to take it out, like people were like, oh, "Okay." I doubt there's that many people that are okay, still then. furious okay. about it, you know? Yeah. So. I Did you see some of the memes that came out from this? No. It was, like, just all throughout gaming history. Like, it would it would have Mario at the end where it says, we're sorry, but uh, Peach is in another castle, your princess. <laughs> Only it said, we're sorry. Uh, you, you must log into a Bethesda.net account. <laughs> or, like, just, like, something from Ocarina of Time or whatever, and it would have that text. Right. It was very, very funny. But supposedly this had to do with they wanted people to you be able to do something with the Doom Slayers Club, which is like their account thing for Doom. Yeah. Um, but making it required was extremely yeah. short sighted yeah. of them. So I agree. I'm not. so. I feel like they would have had to have thought of that, though. But they thought of it. Yeah. And they just didn't <laughs> care. You're right. And. I feel like the apology about the delisting was just like, uh, oh, s- sorry, you uh, you noticed that. Yeah, it's entirely possible it's legitimate, and there was some intern who accidentally, but I doubt it. Yeah. I think it was intentional. So I know I bought Doom 1 on Switch. Ben, you ben, you both told me you were going to buy them. Did you I, guys yes. end up buying it? I purchased it. I have not played it yet. Okay. Yeah, I, I haven't purchased it yet, but I want to. Dang, so I'm the only one here that's been playing it yeah. uh-huh. on Switch. So, I mean, the the ports are are good. The interesting thing is that they are they're somehow connected with Unity. People were looking at the files, and it is the original Doom files, but the like the container, the engine, or whatever is made in Unity. Uh-huh. Which, whatever, I don't care. It's the same. As far as I can tell, it feels like the exact same game right as on anything else uh and it's it's quite nice uh plays good i kind of wish when it's it's built off to be as close to the original so it's like just below 30 frames or something around there somewhere around the 30 frames per second mark yeah but uh, i downloaded i was playing the pc version where you can slightly change it so it runs off of your instead of using cpu based renders it uses your video card and so i'm running at like billion frames per second right and it feels much much nicer to play yeah on pc so i'm like surely the switch would have been capable of something some imagine. sort of accelerated version that would have made the gameplay smoother despite not being as authentic maybe right. an option yeah to i don't do that. want it to be smoother frankly really no the authentic experience. Yeah. I mean, that's what I played growing up. Fair enough. Now, that's the reason I want to play it. If it were, I, I mean, yeah, I don't want to play it. I do want to play a new Doom, but I was going to say, I don't want to play an old Doom made new. <laughs> that's fair. Unless it's totally made new. Now, have either one of you played Doom 3? Uh, no, I've played years, maybe but... like 45 minutes at the beginning and yeah. I was incredibly bored. Yeah. 
I played it a long time ago. It scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I ended up picking that up on PC for $2 and played about 20 minutes and was like, mm, yeah, no, I'm good. But it was nice to reminisce for right. that 20 minutes. It was right. worth right. The, the $2. It came with Doom 1 and 2 on PC, so that was nice. worth it. I've been checking out some Doom mods. so That's pretty cool. It's uh, very cool. I think it's cool that they, they did that. Okay, let's see here. My notes got screwed up slightly. Okay, here we go. So there's been an update to what we talked about last week with the Joy-Con drift. Nintendo, feeling the pressure, has revised some of their uh, policies on the Joy-Con drift. They are no longer looking at your warranty, and they are no longer charging shipping. If you have Joy-Con drift, you can send it to them for free. They will replace it and send it back. Yeah. All within like, I don't know. I don't want to say how I don't know how long it takes. It used to be like two weeks, but I'm wondering if now that turnaround time might be a little slower because I'm sure that a lot of more people are are sending them in. Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra fast WordPress hosting with 100 percent uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud. The new web hosting plan from Bluehost, with 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. I wanted to say this. We had a listener, uh, Garrett Morlang, uh, who wrote into us and said, Hey guys, just listen to today's podcast episode. I think you guys were confusing two different Joy-Con. This is from last week. Okay. We're confusing two different Joy-Con issues that are happening. At the launch, there were connect. There was the connectivity issue with the left Joy-Con, where they had to had that they had to have that conductive foam to fix it, and it only affected players who took the Joy Cons out of the system. This new issue has also been happening since the early days, but only recently came to the public eye, where the analog sticks on either Joy Con were drifting, whether the Joy Cons are attached or not. More of a physical issue with the analog stick itself. And then he goes on to say, I had my left analog stick go a few months back due to the drift, and I actually repaired it myself by purchasing a new stick off of Amazon. I assume he got them and you know, switched yeah. them out. Uh, I wish I would have waited so I could have gotten it done through with OEM parts. Just wanted to let you know. Oh, see, that's totally news to me. I did not realize those were separate issues, but it makes sense now. It that- does make a lot of sense. And when I was saying it last week, I'm like, am I talking about the same thing that's mm-hmm. going on here? Um, but according to Garrett... We were talking about two different issues and conflating them as the same thing. Hmm. So this makes it even worse for Nintendo. It does. There are two separate Joy-Con issues. The one that I think we were – the one that involves the the foam piece. Yeah. That is no longer an issue, I think, on future Joy-Cons. Yeah, they They fixed that one a little while back. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think any of us then have experienced Joy-Con drift in this newer issue that has come to light. We should say not that I've been aware of. Hopefully the the lights haven't started manufacturing yet. You know, someone I don't know where I saw this article, but someone's made the very good point that said I'm not buying a switch light. And it's because of this Joy-Con drift issue. Yeah. But at this point, if if there's drift on these new lights, Nintendo will fix it. Yeah. Clearly. You would have to imagine. So it would just suck for them. They're like, motherfuck. Yeah. <laughs> we just <laughs> But so, yeah, kind of an interesting good on Nintendo. Unfortunately, it took good on them, sort of. I'm glad that they're doing the right thing. It took an immense amount of pressure for them to do that. But at least they're following up. There's also the real, very real factor um, that they may not have experienced it. Like they, they may not have realized it was happening, too. Right. I mean, that is possible. They, they were like, OK, we got a few defective models out there. I don't know what the percentages are like. And they were just like, okay. But then once it became an actual widespread thing, they seemed to do to jump on and do the right thing. So yeah, it was funny. IGN had a poll that was like, "Have you experienced Joy-Con drift?" Yeah. It was like twenty percent said no, or 
20% said yes, 30% said no, and then there was a whole group of percentages that says, I don't own a Switch. I was like, <laughs> why, why, even, did, why, did why did you? Did they, yeah. It totally screws up the numbers. Then. Right. It would have been a much better comparison if they just had yes or no. Right. So, um, but it was still a significant amount from that IGN poll. Right. If you don't, if this doesn't pertain to you, please don't take this survey. Yeah, yeah. exactly. One last thing. The Xbox One dashboard is getting redesigned again. Yeah. They're removing Cortana and it looks a little different. They're they're making it so your recently played games are at the top. Sort of like uh the Xbox 360. Well, I'm thinking like the PlayStation 4. Wow. The bar, how they're it's yeah. not a full bar. It's not exactly like PS4, but it does have your five or six most recently played games. I just wanted to have a little conversation about this just because it baffles me that this Microsoft's approach right. on which I think their approach is different than PS4 is because and Sony is because they just can't get it right. Yeah. Think about Xbox 360 and PS3. How many redesigns we had of the 360 menu? We had one PS3 menu. And now we're looking at the same thing. Uh, it gets redesigned like once every year and a half since launch. What what version are we on now? The 360? Uh, I don't even know. It's like the third or fourth. You mean of the Xbox One? Yeah, the Xbox One menu. Yeah. They keep changing it. Yeah. It just is weird to me. It's weird, but I also get it. I mean, it's just they can't seem to get it right. I feel like... How many times has Netflix cha- Netflix changed theirs? I mean... Twice? No. Dude, mine changes like once a year, it seems like. I'm and just, it also changes depending on the device I'm on because different... Oh, well, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's... I mean, I mean, that's... Yeah. yeah. I feel like doing anything on my Xbox One is excruciating. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah, it's just everything's... Yeah. Well, why, I, don't, why don't I just pin the game instead of just having it fucking there? You know, like it's just... I really wonder if the way the UI feels is better on the Xbox One X because I have the Xbox One S, not the, even the old old fat boy, and it just feels like a clunky, slow piece of trash. My launch PS4 felt like that. My PS4 Pro, even though it's the exact same thing, the menus are much faster. That's Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I was wondering about the X, if it's the same. Right. You know, I have Game Pass like a trial or something, and I was just checking out some random things. Uh Games do not look good on that system, nor do they play very well. Even smaller stuff like I don't want to chalk this up to Xbox folks. It could be the developers, but I was checking out the Outer Wilds, Mm -hmm. the Annapurna Outer Outer Wilds. And it just felt so bad to play on my on the Xbox like the there was like latency the graphics looked bad and i'm like okay it's an indie developer there may be some um issues with uh the the port itself right right but it was not good and the other things i've played i'm like this just isn't right like on xbox it, now that i've played other like the ps4 more that i played my xbox and i play my xbox one when i go to my xbox one to play something the best word I can think of to describe it is it feels spongy. Ooh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Everything's got a slight delay lag. Yeah, it just feels kind of archaic to me. Like or something that you would feel years ago, you know, and it just feels like you move past that in a lot of ways, but something's still holding on. Yeah. I was thinking earlier, I was thinking about next gen this past week. I was thinking, I really don't need whatever Xbox next console is now. I just spent an incredible amount of money on a new gaming slash workstation PC that if all their stuff's coming out on a PC, then right. now more than ever, yeah. I don't need this. Yeah. And depending on the price point for someone like me who has talked about getting a PC all this time, like if I'm like, if it's going to be 800 bucks, like, at that point, fuck it. I'll I don't just, think it's going to be 100 bucks. You know, whatever, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if it's close enough, that's the dilemma that you run into with that. Is at least with PlayStation, it's like, oh, well, you know, I have these exclusives, you know, that maybe at some point will come to PC, but maybe not. Which I guess it just comes down to a very a shift in goals for the company, for Microsoft and how they view the the Xbox platform is no longer... 
a a console based thing, but just a Xbox is now a brand where you play games, whether that's on PC, it's on yeah, Xbox it's just, itself, or maybe even Switch. You know, eventually. Right. Well, maybe even on PlayStation Four. I w- I really want the Master Chief Collection on PS4 at some point, even if it's really far down the line. Yeah, I want that. I think that'd be cool. Uh, you know, it's been rumored that that was eventually it's, that was once uh, into once was considered for PS4. Yeah, I'm just like it's it's been long enough. Yeah, yeah, just let it happen. I want it on PC, dude. I was thinking about that Reach. Uh, yeah, dude, it's coming reach, pretty dang soon. Dude. Reach is all I've been thinking about. Yeah, anytime I think about. Halo at all. It's always Reach. So oh, yeah. I just want to play Reach on my PS4. I That's was, all. when I was playing Doom on my PC, I was like, I want to play an FPS on PC, but I don't, I was a multiplayer FPS. But I was like, what do I play? That's not Battle Royale. Destiny. I guess it's not That's, FPS. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I was thinking of something more. I guess, I mean, I think I'm going to play Modern Warfare on PC yeah. when it comes out. It's supposed to have ray tracing. So, so to. Uh, the more I see about that game, the more excited I am. Did you guys see the multiplayer video? No, I pretty much haven't paid any attention to it. Dude, I, when, when it gets close to launch, I'll say, is everybody else liking it? And then I'll buy it or not. Once we're done recording, I got to show you guys this multiplayer video because cool. it's very cool. Yeah. I'm I'm into it. If you're going to play on PC, I might just pick it up on PC for the heck of it. Speaking of that, we should play some Youngblood. Okay. I really would like to. Yeah. Um, I just don't know when. Tonight. Uh, we can do tonight. I have a podcast edit after this, but yeah, I don't know how long it is. But once I'm done with that. We'll coordinate. We could definitely play some. If you can blood. stay awake past 10 o'clock on like normal. Yes. You know. Definitely today because I slept until 1030. Oh, okay. So I'm good to go to play some young. Until 1030. Yeah, yeah, I know you said that earlier, but it just sick. now struck me. I know. I was. I. You're usually what? up at like six. Yeah. Well, when I got up. At seven, and I felt so horrible. I was like, I can't. I'm not getting out of bed. Yeah. And then I couldn't fall back asleep because I was in pain. Right. Like, and then, and then when I woke up, I was fine. So. Do you still have your parents' car? Yes. Oh, okay. they're selling it to me. Oh, are they? So, nice. yeah, pretty exciting. I'll have two cars. Wow. wow. I'm two cars. A lap of luxury. Two two sets of bills. That's the American them. dream, honestly. You know, uh, we're getting way off the rails. I don't care. My dad told me the reason why they want to sell it to me. Not the main reason, but one of the main reasons is you, there is pro- you have to pay property tax on vehicles in Virginia. Yeah. Isn't that insane? It well, is. Because they're taking up space, I guess. I don't know. They take up space here in every other state. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's what it is. It's something you own. It's your property. But it's like you're already paying other taxes. Right. It's like just taxes on top of taxes. Enough. Well, we pay plenty of taxes on vehicles in Pennsylvania. That's what the registration fee is. Right. Fucking inspection. Yeah. All that shit. That's all I got for you guys anyway. for this show. Well, so, that's all I got for you then. Whoa. Okay. Um, I respect that. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. I uh, hope you had a, a good time with us. We got some fun stuff out on the website right now. There is a review and a video for, is it the Blackout Club? Mm-hmm. Uh, which the impression is not very good from no. our reviewer. Did not like it very much. Right. Yeah, I haven't touched it yet, but he did not seem to enjoy it. Not to not to enjoy it uh, very much. Uh, he got- did tell me, and I, I think he might have included this in his review. I can't remember from editing it, that he could see with a full squad, four players, it could be a little better, but mm-hmm. still didn't think it would be a, a, a 9.5 or anything. Yeah. We've got a piece about uh, GTA Online's Casino, which I was tweeting a little bit about that this past week. Yeah. What I thought was a hot take, but then a lot of people responded. I didn't think it was a very hot take. It was a good take, but it wasn't a hot take. If I posted that take on a certain video game forum, I would have been eaten alive. Yeah, but... That specific forum you're speaking of is known for just eating people alive. So, yes, yeah. that's that's fair. It's also pronounced incorrectly. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, check out handsofandom.com. Uh, if you would like to join our community, uh, which has been very active lately, a little spicy maybe, talking about some different uh, soda pop beverages, uh, join us. It's handsofandom.com slash discord also if you want to help the show financially go to handsofandom.com slash amazon use our affiliate link take that money right out of jeff bezos's ass 
and put it in our our pocket. I mean, sanitize it, clean it first, or something. Well, whatever. But we'll we'll take money is money. I'll take shit money. Yeah, you know, it's it's no problem. And that's it. That's all. That's all she wrote. All right. Until next week. See you guys later. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.